Hi, welcome to Culturally Determined. I'm your host, R.E.A. Cohen-Wade, and my guest today is Sarah Miller. Sarah, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm Sarah Miller, as you just said, and uh, I'm a writer, and I live in Northern California. So thanks for coming on today. We're going to be talking about a piece that you published in the New York Times a couple weeks ago uh, in the style section. The headline, at least online, the headline is Hate Gen X, Get in Line Behind a Gen Xer. And I thought it was really interesting and funny, and I've wanted to do some generational discourse on the podcast for a while. And you note in the piece that, you know, generational discourse is about as good as like talking about astrology, which, you know, you say you dabble in astrology. So it's, you know, sort of like somewhere between bullshit and something that maybe has something to it. I actually think astrology might be better than generational discourse. Okay. Interesting. And tarot cards, tarot is definitely better, way better. <laughs> so you are a Gen Xer and... Yes, 1969. Right. So you're, you're prime Gen X, I would say. And I am a geriatric millennial. I was born in 1983. So we have two, <laughs> two combatants on the generational wars. <laughs> yeah. Conversation. Uh, what, so <laughs> like, what prompted you to, to write this piece uh, to begin with? Uh, let me see if I can remember... I did see a tweet m- months ago from someone on Twitter, and I'm not going to mention their name, that I actually really like that was, and I really, now I can't remember it. And then I tried to find it and I couldn't, but it was like Gen X, blah, 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 blah. And I, I remember being like, really like, what? Like, that's so off base. Then I started, I think I mentioned it to a few people and then I saw a few more about Gen X, um, like that, that they were selfish and that they, um, someone said to me that they, um, they pull up the ladder behind them. And I was like, uh, not me. Uh, I mean, meaning like, yeah, I didn't feel like I had a ladder to pull up personally. Um, (laughs) Uh and then also, I mean, I, uh, I, I tend to find, I mean, I find things like this sometimes emotionally compelling, but I don't think it's worth very much. So, I mean, so 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 I'll back up just and just say yes. I was seeing people insult Gen X in ways that I had kind of seen them insult boomers, and I was like, this is really weird. And then also, like, I kind of noticed that I didn't have the impulse to respond like in the sort of typical and again there's obviously you know I it's funny to like talk about generations but also to think it's kind of bullshit like I am kind of a I I guess I would say that I'm a Marxist and like a historical materialist so like I think that I if you like as far as like facts about gener about generational conversation I would definitely say and I had a lot more about this in my story that was cut out by the New York Times what a surprise but um, <laughs> then the, you know, uh, Marxist rag that it is um, about how it's really a way to, obs- I think generations are really a way to avoid talking about, about class and also about, about race because mm-hmm. um, anyway, but I, I'm getting ahead of myself. But so I, I sort of wrote it like, and then I sort of had the funny, I, I, I saw those tweets. Um, I saw, you know other other are i i saw other articles that were 
oh, you know, generation, this is why generation X is terrible, um, which I didn't identify with at all. And then I was like laughing at how funny it was. And I was, then I was kind of thinking, oh, good luck, like getting Gen X to respond the way that boomers respond. Cause they're just not, they just don't have the same affect mm -hmm. as boomers. Um, like I, again, general, generally speaking. So that's kind of what prompted me to pitch the story. Um, does that, does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, I think so. Okay. And there's lots of threads we can pursue here. Um, yeah. So one is, it's, it's interesting that you brought you know, Marxism and materialism into it because it made me think, you know, is a generational thing. It's sort of like a, a knowing nothing about philosophy whatsoever. It's kind of a like uh, zeitgeist or Hegelian idea of sort of like there's different ideas that like come in and out and it's not a material thing. It's sort of like you're Gen X, you represent this. And yeah, right. it's, it, it elides class and then it's mostly about white Americans. Um, right, like... Like the movie um, Reality Bites, for example, and that this was also stuff like this was in my story too, I think before. And and, and I don't want to like talk uh, shit about the New York Times specifically in their editing because they, I should have, I mean, I, I way overwrote the story and I was like, mm, they'll carve a little statue out of this that fits <laughs> their whatever. And um, actually I wrote a story for them a couple of weeks before that about not having kids, which I actually wrote very much just like in the New York times style. And it wasn't, it was barely edited at all. And this one was just like a giant sort of disaster of like a blog post slash like an N plus one article. But I, I was just like, no, like I'm way too basic for N plus one. So but plus N plus I don't one know is, the, is the Gen X intellectual journal. So is that it? Uh, yeah. Perfect. That would never, they'd just be like, what? And so I said it and I was like, plus I don't know anyone there. So I sent it to the New York times and also they probably don't pay as well. Um, which is really, um, kind of, you know, uh, but, um, Oh, I, Reality Bites came out in 1994, but and that's the quintessential Gen X movie, right? Reality right. Bites. Yeah. But so did Boys in the Hood. But Boys in the Hood isn't the quintessential Gen X movie, right? Because it's about it's about like making quotes like being black, right? But it, you know, it's it might be the you know it's like it's just the the that real the fact that Reality Bites is the standard for what you know Gen X is sort of shows you. Um, how it's really about, um, I mean, not not entirely, um, but it's really sort of about, you know, white sort of middle class people. Um, did you read the uh, Chuck Klosterman's book, The 90s? I did not. And then I also have a friend who I was talking to about this thing who was like, if you read the Chuck Klosterman book, The 90s, I will never talk to you again. <laughs> Because okay, that's they hate Chuck Klosterman. So I just think it's really funny. I'd never actually even really, I'd never heard of it. Um, okay. So no, I didn't, I didn't read it. I'm not a, I've read like one or two of his previous books. I'm not a Klosterman um, completist, but I, so <laughs> I read a positive review of it. I read it. I really liked it a lot. Um, I mean, it's mostly about things that I remember from being, you know, mm -hmm. like eight to 13 years old, like, mm -hmm the O.J. Simpson trial and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Garth Brooks. So, right. but it also, he he talks about Reality Bites a lot. And uh -huh. I, I've never seen Reality Bites. Or if I, maybe I saw it years and years ago, like as a teenager, and didn't really 
remember it, but I guess he, he has this interesting ideas about how only Gen X is the only generation in which selling out was a bad thing and every other generation is happy to sell out. Um, and, you know, why was this the case? But it, I guess in reality bites, you know, one owner rider has to decide between the Ethan Hawke dirtbag character and the Ben Stiller sort of like quasi yuppie character. Yeah. And it's so obvious that <laughs> from maybe from today's perspective, and this is Klosterman's reading that Ethan Hawke is just a total disaster. It's <laughs> like you should be rooting for him at all, but somehow in 1994, everyone was like, "Yeah, you got to go with Ethan Hawke." Uh, you know, he's he's the one. Um, but anyway, there's a lot of it. I, I, I did like that that book. Um, but it, so it's sort of about the years in which Gen X came of age, in which I was as a mm, yeah, millennial, yeah. a little too young to participate in, but maybe was like vaguely, vaguely aware of. But um, but yeah, I mean these delineations are sort of fake. It is overwhelmingly about white people. And then the, mostly the, whenever you talk about anything with generations, it comes down to like popular culture. Then it's mostly popular culture made by the, an older generation for a younger generation. Like I think, I mean, rally bites isn't the case. Right. Um, it was made by young people, but usually like TV shows that you watch when you're 12 are being made by like 30 or 40 year olds. So, you know, John Hughes was, not Gen X, he was a boomer, et cetera. So, right, it, right. You know, so, so delineating these things, it's in some ways, it's sort of nonsense. But, um, well, it's, I think it's interesting. Like, de there's definitely a, there's no doubt a difference between what one group of one age cohort is consuming versus another age group, right? There's no doubt that there's like a difference between that. I think like the part and then, but of course, what is being produced is not just being produced in some sort of vacuum. It's being produced at like some moment in, you know, in, in our case, like in the health of, or the sickness of, um, of the United States empire. Right. So there's going to be different things are going to come to the fore sort of based on yeah, like how how prosperous the United States is or mm -hmm. how, you know. So there's that, but then um but that but I but I so I think I think the cultural stuff is obviously like incredibly is incredibly different and the the I didn't even talk it's weird. I mean, there's so many things when you write an article that's a thousand words that you don't talk about. I didn't even talk about technology. Mm -hmm. Um, and my partner is actually a geriatric millennial. He's like 3 years older than you are and like it's weird because when you when I when you start dating someone, if you're a woman and you date, if you're a man and you date someone younger than you, ever no one says anything. But if you're a woman and you date someone younger than you, mostly what they talk about is like, oh, you're gonna be like an old hag and he's gonna be young and he's not gonna want to have sex with you anymore. Like people like literally say that to your face. Wow. Or like, oh my god, doesn't he want kids? Like you're probably gonna go through menopause soon. Like people just say that to you and you're like, oh, that's nice. Wow. Um. But the thing that's really like weird is is the cultural and uh, and we're both like white, you know, we went to college, like middle class, um, you know, uh, very similar. But the, the the really different thing is like his his knowledge of technology, his he finds me like very frustrating. Um, he's just like, I don't understand why you can't do this. And then I, I, I you know, so th there I didn't even talk about technology in my article. Uh -huh. But the thing that I see people getting really mad at people about is like, there's this idea. And then of course, Twitter is, is Twitter. 
but it's not just Twitter. You know, there's this idea um, that, you know, all boomers are rich, right? And there's this idea, and then like, there's, and then this idea that like, like, also all, like lots of Gen X people are rich. And, you know, in fact, like boomers do have like a greater share of the income than um, Gen X people do. And then Gen X people more, I think more than millennials, although you sort of wonder like where the billionaires like factor into that and how much of it they have. But anyway, I think a a lot of the fighting and the anger that I see is about, is about money. And there's this idea that like, um, and, and, and some, some of which is very true, right? There, there, some of which is true, some of which is not, but there's this idea that boomers are all rich and um you know then gen x like has a lot more money and then like millennials are but then it becomes based on personality you know like because our boomers are like uh oh you guys don't want to work and <laughs> and 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 the people who do say that and not all boomers say that but the people boomers are gen x say that oh you guys don't want to work or oh you don't really when i you know i put myself through school it's like well, okay, when you went to this, you know, state school in your, or, or, you know, or, or not like, um, like when I went to college, it was $16,000 a year. I went to Amherst. The first year was 16. And then when I graduated, uh-huh. it was like 22. I mean, now it's like, I don't know. I think it's around 80. I think the, the yeah. it's around 80,000. It gets, right. yeah, it's insane. Where, yeah. So a boomer could yeah. have gone you know probably could have paid right, like it's a totally three, different three or four thousand dollars a semester and you could work yeah with- you could put yourself through like if i had not had you know any um family help or i i was grew up in massachusetts i could have put myself through umass like no problem like i could have like gotten a job i put myself through umass um and like umass was like a much like it's a school that had a lot more money back then and better probably better facility you know just like everywhere else and mm-hmm. um and and I, and I couldn't, I wouldn't have had to go super deep into debt. So there, anyway, people that there's things that people say about the younger generation without thinking about like how things are, have changed. But then there's also like the younger generation thinks that the older generation is like just mean or, but yeah, but, but all these, all these things that really have to do with like how healthy the economy is and like we're in a down you know we've been like in a downturn like since like 1973 or whatever and that becomes attributable to like somehow like all the people that were born in 1950 work really hard and all the people that were born in (laughs) 2000 are lazy like that's yeah but like people talk that way right yeah and it's you know so so part of the piece is that like hatred used to be directed Mm against boomers and now it's starting to be yeah. directed against gen xers and right. i think gen xers hated boomers as well and so and now it's yeah. but now it's sort totally. of like younger right. people are lumping both lumping in gen x and boomers in absurd ways like saying marilyn manson was a boomer right or kurt cobain was a boomer right and uh, that's a good one yeah or or just sort of you know anyone over a certain age is all the same i mean there's certain like if you you know, as you get older, you, most people, um, like if you own a home that then it appreciates in value and things like that make sense. And then a lot of boomers are able to buy houses when that was easier to do. So that, that all makes sense, but it's not just like, you know, older, there's always some conflict between the older and the young. It's sort of like, what are the Gen X specific things that, people are mad about not just like oh those old people they're out of touch they have all the money they don't oh right whatever like what what about gen x in particular and so i started 
So one of the reasons I want to talk to you is that I've been bashing Gen X on Twitter for a couple of years now. Oh, you now. fucking piece of shit. I didn't see that. <laughs> I mean, somewhat tongue in cheek as everything. I Wait, do, do we swear on this podcast? Yeah, like, you can say whatever you want. So everything okay. I, uh, you're po- a piece I post. Of, you're a horrible fucking piece of garbage. No, I'm just kidding. Everything I post on Twitter is mostly tongue in cheek. But um, I mean, Gen X is really annoying. But right. Anyway, but the ahead. difference was that the, when boomers and another group were fighting, the boomers would defend themselves. And you're saying Gen X is a lot of self-hatred. And they're like, yeah, we suck. We, I agree with you. We suck. So that but is a- I do see all these. I feel like I just keep interrupting you. But you know what? I am older than you. And <laughs> I can't know. I'm just kidding. well, you're just um, a typical excerpt. I am, who, you know, runs roughshod over the youth. Uh, I do represented see, by though- me. <laughs> I do see Gen X people defending themselves and like, especially when they're, they say, you know, when we got home from school, our moms and blah, blah, blah. And there was just a Stouffer's macaroni and cheese, a frozen one. And I had to like <laughs> eat it with my own dick or whatever. And so the you one know, that, whatever uh, it's like, so the, and I'm just like, shut up, like have some gent, have some dignity. <laughs> the way people present themselves online is obviously different than reality right. or whatever. But what the one right, I made right. fun of the most is, yeah. um, uh, drinking from the hose, drinking water directly from the hose. Somehow, the, a bunch, oh, multiple Gen Xers have posted, yeah, and sort of thing like we can't. Okay, they were the first Lashkey kids. Um, yeah, we right. came home, mom wasn't there, and then we drank water right from the hose. And so that's <laughs> hilarious. I didn't see that one. I mean, this is like a you know, this is like a level two or two or three down of the main, yeah, the main thing. But yeah, just this idea that no, like kids didn't drink water from the hose anymore. <laughs> this was right, right. There was a purity about that, but. Okay, so but part of it is that Gen Xers, as they've gotten older, are now are now actually assuming power. And one such person is Elon Musk, who has bought Twitter and rebranded it as X. So he's, you know, now one of the most powerful people in the world, and he's an Xer. Do you see that Musk represents Gen X in any way? Well, I mean, I hate Elon Musk, and he's a he's a fascist, and I I absolutely hate him, and I. I I can't I actually can't deal with like people are like yeah but he I'm just like he's a fascist like shut the fuck up so no I mean I I guess I just don't like to me Elon Musk is a billionaire before like the fact that Elon Musk is a billionaire or that Mark Zuckerberg is a billionaire to me like defines them well I will say that because Mark Zuckerberg is a millennial I'll say that he's a millennial and a billionaire but no but Elon Musk um I hate Mark Zuckerberg too I mean I just like I hate all of them um but I hate Elon Musk probably you know if I had to like pick which one of them I hate more no I would I mean Elon Musk's Gen Xness doesn't figure for me at all because he's like he's a billionaire but I'm not saying that he doesn't for other people but like for me I just don't Okay, so I have a theory that a lot of the anti-woke stuff is being driven by Gen Xers. And the people who are most incensed about wokeism or whatever are mostly <laughs> like Gen X writers. Um mm, right. There is a, there is actually there is there actually is some of that, I think. So people like um, Wesley Yang, Andrew Sullivan, um Andrew Sullivan is a boomer. Is he? Let's look it up. I actually wrote, I wrote to this one guy, I'm not going to say his name, who's very anti-woke mm-hmm. to ask him um, about, and and I looked him up before and I think he was born in like 62 and I wrote him and he's someone who's always like, 
I think. I, yeah, he's definitely like, oh, if you're a girl, you're a girl. Like, we are identity, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about being a boomer. And he was like, I'm Gen X. And I was like, well, I don't want to <laughs> mess with your self-identity as your gender. But okay, so according to this chart. Sullivan and I, is 63. Is, Sullivan is 60 years old, born in 1963. So that's cusp. Okay, well, if he likes, he's also he's also um, from England, so that's a little bit different, you know, because this is right. No, definitely about this in the American sense. A friend of mine, um, I pa actually, Pamela I don't think Paul. he'll mind. Pamela Paul. What? Does the name Pamela Paul? Pamela ring a bell? Paul is younger than I am. She was, I think, she was born in 1972 or 71 she's, or 70. So she's Gen X, and I can say, I right. she's sort of like the er Gen Xer in media. That's so funny, media type, you know, like right, like but scolding right. media type. There were, you know, I, at my liberal arts school, there were like the people in my class, half the people in my class, like we did not deal with, right? Because they were just conservative, like assholes. Like I just didn't deal with those people. And I'm assuming that's like who Pamela Paul is, right? Like I didn't, so I'm not, I guess those people are the same generation as me, but I just don't think of them as like having anything to do with me. Uh -huh. I don't know. And I'm not friends with any people like that. So, I mean- I don't like I Pamela Paul like I don't I don't know like Pamela Paul like that's her problem I mean well it's not it's everyone <laughs> yeah, else's that, problem that's all like, of our Pamela Paul is all of our problems but no I, yeah. to me she she's a bad Gen Xer so that um, but that's what Gen X is to you because Gen X to me is like um I don't know Gen X to me is like uh well like that will be the good part of Gen X I mean okay um me and my friends no I yeah I mean <laughs> No, it's like the people that I know that mm -hmm. Gen X to me is the people that I know that are between 47 and 55, unless they like the Ramones, in which case they can be older than I actually wrote this friend. Um, this friend of mine was like, he's a little bit older than officially Gen X. And he was like, you can be a little bit older than Gen X if you are into punk rock. Okay, and, but I can guarantee you that um, Andrew Sullivan and um the the guy that i talked to who said that he was gen x and i was like lol um <laughs> i was like i love that for you uh no um i can guarantee you that that they did not like the remotes <laughs> okay maybe that's the real okay that's but the no gen pamela x paul is a good no but pamela paul is a good example i mean so so anyway let me ask so that to but that to you is like gen x is like oh pamela paul I mean, Gen X. In the, I mean, that's fair. In its media incarnation. I mean, I think Ooh. I've joked that the um, the Atlantic magazine uh, alternately publishes every article is either uh, flattering Gen X prejudices or making Gen Xers mad on purpose. Um, you know, like that oh, sort right. of. You know, everything is like, what is happening on college the campuses Atlantic? today? Yes, the the Atlantic. Yeah, I I mean, I I, I the Atlantic is like. So Jeffrey Goldberg runs the Atlantic. The I assume he's Gen X. To me. Um, so, but anyway, you know, the baby boomers are aging into retirement, and a, right. a lot of old people are hanging around and not giving up their jobs um, in a way right. that, you know, decades ago wouldn't have happened. Right. Um, but Gen Xers are coming into some form of power uh, culturally. I mean, you know, I bet the, the editors of a lot of the top magazines are now Gen Xers because the boomers have been pushed out or retired. I don't, and, is that true? I feel like a lot of them are millennials. Who are actually I don't running, know. I feel like my, my experience was I used to write for magazines. Like I wrote actual print words 
And in like 2008, my phone stopped ringing and I went from making like a decent living to making literally nothing. And I had to totally rebuild my entire, and I don't mean like poor me. I'm just like, whatever. I would mm -hmm. never really say that about myself, but like at the time I would have, but not now. Um, except for sometimes. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I had to totally rebuild my career and every single person who I worked for was like 15 years younger than me. Like that was my experience. Whereas like when I was work, when I was in print, like I was working for people that were older than me. And then that kind of, that just died, you know? I mean, it didn't, if you, unless you were famous, it kind of died. Like I wasn't famous. I was just like working. Right. But like, I was, you know, I don't, I was trying to write for, I don't know, like I was writing for like the all and like Jezebel and just trying to like get, and everyone I was working for was, was like not only a millennial, but maybe like even a young millennial. That's interesting. I mean, the, I think of and I had people telling me things like you can't say anything bad. Like, like one time I said something like, I don't really like this Beyonce song. And they were like, you cannot say that. And I was like, <laughs> and actually I was glad that I did it. Um, he was just like, you'll just get in so much trouble. And oh like, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I didn't so know. I mean, there's I growing up know. online and that's part of it. Right. And the Gen X Gen Xers were sort of the last people who grew up before like everyone had a computer in, in the home right. and had AOL right, or right, something. Right, so right, actually right. I, I think of Gawker and the, you know, Jezebel and other sides like that as, as Gen X things. Um, so I'm looking some things up as we're talking. Nick Denton was also British, uh, born in 1966. Well, he was the, but he's the boss of Gawker. Like I didn't, I wasn't working for him. I was working for like Gia Tolentino. And, like, <laughs> okay. Right. And um, Emma, I believe. And, um, well, Corey, but, but sort like, of like with the, I that mean, attitude. I wasn't working. I mean, these people were like, I mean, you know, the it's Gawker, not like, there's not real money involved, but I'm trying to think of like who, but do you think the Gawker attitude is, is a Gen X attitude? I mean, and Gawker has now, you know, died because of Peter Thiel's lawsuit, then was revived <laughs> under I Leah mean, Finnegan and then died once again. Oh yeah. Leah Finnegan, another person I was like working for, you know, not, not working for, but like, yeah, I was like being edited by all these people that, and I don't dislike any of these people. I'm just saying like, I was just like, holy shit. Like, I'm just like, I just feel like, a, <laughs> you know, like grandma. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my last job, my boss was like, like I had a boss that was in my age and then he ish a little bit younger. And then I had a boss who was like 34 and I was like, yeah, that's thanks. Bye. Um, but um, do I think that Gawker had a Gen X sensibility? No, it seemed to me like elder millennial, I think. Like just very, I mean, I guess it was like sarcastic and whatever, but it was like very, very like online. And then I don't know. I um, So I mean, part I, of this is older, you know, the older part of the generation versus the younger part of the generation. And, you know, I'm on the older end of millennials, like someone who's right. like 28 is still a millennial. I, I have less right. in common no, with I them would say, than someone who's yeah. 45 and a, young, well, a younger Gen Xer. Right. There's a sort of like post irony thing. Like I have, I, something I think is very Gen X is to say like, oh my God, I'm, 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 I'm going to kill myself. We just, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill myself. Uh -huh. like they just say that all the time. And like, I was talking to a friend of mine. Actually, I don't think he'll mind if I mention his name. And he's not my friend. He's like someone that I was corresponding with because he worked at Jezebel. And then I used to listen to, I still listen to, I listened to Who Weekly. I was talking to Bobby Finger and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. And he was like, don't say that. And 
Actually, I, I should add, I mean, maybe he knows someone who killed himself, so I, I feel bad. Maybe we, maybe we should just say, I have a friend who is a millennial, uh -huh. and I kept, every time I use the expression, I'm going to kill myself. Um, also, my boyfriend hates it when I say I'm going to kill myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that is nothing. That is just like, that is a <laughs> throwaway. Or also, but to be honest, I feel like I'm just like, well, haven't you ever thought about killing yourself to like millennials? And like, no, I would never think about that. And I'm like, really? Like, really well, the, never? That's interesting. Okay, so there are some It's like famous... it's such a big deal to think about killing yourself. I'm like, that's just life. <laughs> um, that's just a normal day. Yeah, is, you know, the obviously there's the most famous Gen X suicide would be Kurt Cobain. Um, right. Uh, right, I mean, people do. You know, I'm not saying it's good when they actually do right. it. Right, I, I, this podcast is officially anti-suicide. That's, that's our yes, position. Yes, no, yes. I, no, but things have, I the conversation around, it's interesting. The conversation around suicide has changed. In the past eight to 10 years, something changed where uh, if there's an article about someone who kills himself, it puts mm -hmm. the uh, helpline, you know, the lifeline phone number at the bottom yeah, of the yeah, article. Yeah. That didn't used to be a thing. I don't know if that, if that helps or not, but that's some sort of cultural change. Um, you know, David Foster Wallace is technically a boomer, but he was one of the most prominent writers associated right. with Gen X and he obviously killed himself. Um, yeah. Are there, are there prominent millennial suicides? There's obviously overdose and stuff, but no one, no one is particularly Aaron Swartz, maybe, um, that if you remember right. that, that poor guy, he killed himself, but. And then yeah. like the guy that just died, that was on, um. God was a show that's on HBO, Euphoria. I mean, but that was a drug overdose. I feel like there's a yeah. lot of like younger millennial drug overdose slash possible suicide type things. It's not that I don't, it's not that I obviously, it's not that I think suicide is hilarious. I guess I, 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 I don't, I guess it's just like, you know, I, I feel like it's a difference to sort of joke well, about the of idea it, of like that you would kill yourself right. well, versus okay. like, what does the phrase teen suicide don't do it mean to you? Uh, yeah, like nothing. Okay, well, isn't that from Heathers? Oh, is it? I don't remember. I mean, I saw Heathers like three times. Is it from, that makes, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. I mean, they turned suicide into this huge joke. Um, right, no, totally, yeah. And they, like, um, you know, they, they uh, murder like, people. Why do you have to kill my, it's like my hot gay son or yes, something exactly. like, you know, um, like, why okay, do you have so, to kill such hot snatch? And then he's like, I love my dead gay son. Right. No, totally. Right. Yes, yeah, I love yeah, my yeah. dead gay son. So if you Google right, teen suicide, right, don't do right. it. First thing you get is help is available. Speak with someone today uh -huh. with the suicide crisis line. So that's obviously some sort of technological and cultural change. But yes, big fun. Um, teenage suicide, oh, don't right. do it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So it, that, yeah. So suicide was a joke. I mean, there's the version of suicides written by a Gen X writer, Jeffrey Eugenides. <laughs> I bet, he's, a, I bet he's actually a boomer. Okay. Let's, let's look it up. Look, but, look okay. it up. He might not be. <laughs> I think he's cusp. Um, but so another difference is political and it seemed like Gen X was definitely more conservative politically overall than millennials and younger, and maybe even more conservative than boomers in the last election, um, according to some measurements. Do you, so those are the, these are the bad, the bad Gen Xers, not the good ones, but how do you, I mean, do you think it's just as you age and acquire property and stuff and care more about paying taxes 
maybe you become more conservative or do you think well yeah i mean i've definitely coming seen, of age during I've reagan seen that happen with a lot of people and actually i don't know that i would have become uh, a marxist if i hadn't like lost my house and like my entire livelihood when i was 40 or 38 and then mm -hmm. like rebuilt it and with like half as much money as i had before which wasn't even a lot but like i i went from being like a like a solid earner to like being like basically broke all the time but like grateful that i even have any money at all mm -hmm. so so but i do i do you know i mean i think that that's i think that's just like textbook that when people get money on security they often be, they often become more conservative but i also i mean i i will warn you that i don't see i honestly and i don't mean this in like a in a like a libertarian way but I, I i don't i don't i guess i don't i just have to say like i don't really see that much of a difference between liberals and conservatives mm -hmm. so i mean i think that they're like i think like liberals want gay marriage and like abortion but i don't think that they like are terribly concerned um like i don't see most people like super super concerned about the fact that you know the united states is like a murderous like hegemonic power that you know what i mean so i just feel like to me yeah maybe people have become like more conservative but even if they've become even if they're still like democrats or liberals i feel like they're very much about like my kids my kids school where are my kids going to school is my kid going to be allowed to like you know have what they need mm -hmm. if whether they're trans or you know gay or getting an education or if they need like special help in school but they like people are very i think like i don't know i think like but all those people are like very individualistic so mostly <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. well what i've also wondered whether this whole sort of quote unquote, parents rights agenda slash movement that like Ron DeSantis would be the main who is, who is Gen X, you know, you know, but like as young as, mm. you know, youngest part of Gen X and side note, Jeffrey Eugenides is a boomer, not, born in 1960. So you're right about that. Um, um, I knew it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, this whole. Gen Xs are really know-it-all-y, don't you kind of think they are? <laughs> it's true. Um, but no, this whole thing of like, moral panics about what's being taught in middle schools in general mm. and then you know a lot of it is about gay or trans things and it's like the school's going to turn your kid trans is the panic but just also i like see that 1619 project and other stuff i i mean the people who have kids who are now in middle or high school are gen x and millennials um the coding of it seems more like they're appealing to gen xers who are like fighting with their middle schoolers who maybe have an identity that they don't agree with or something or are much more liberal than they are. And so they want a particular book tossed out or, you know, something like that. Well, I like think that. there's, yeah, I see like, again, I don't know any, everybody I know is either like, most of the people I know are like liberal Gen X people or, or I know a lot of younger people for reasons I won't, won't get into. <laughs> Um, but, but, uh, probably because I don't have children, so I do, mm -hmm. but I do, let's just say, like, I know, a, let's just say, <laughs> take my word for it, I know a lot of liberal white Gen X people that have mm -hmm. kids, mm -hmm. and I do see at the periphery of the people I know, I do see some trans panic, mm -hmm. 
Um, and I, I mean, I feel like it's because they um, have kids that are, I want to be careful about the way that I say this. So I, I mean, I feel like it's just because they have, I don't know that, I don't know that Gen X people are more transphobic than boomers. I guess it's just that they, they're, it's like an issue that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. I don't, but I don't want to say it's an issue that they're dealing with. Um, no, I see what you mean. If you, uh, you know, coming out a, a child or teen, teen or something who comes out as trans, uh, you know, the parent is probably Gen X right. or, or older millennial right. at this point. Right. Um, so I don't, I mean, what do you mean about like, um, and, and I, I find it very strange because they act like everyone in their kid's school is like, I'm, I'm like, I, I do not think like, you know, at the, if there are 300 kids or a hundred kids in your kid's class, they act like every single one of them is, you know, is, is, is uh, transitioning. And I'm like, I really find that hard to believe. Like, I mean, I wouldn't care if every single one of them were, um, I would be absolutely delighted, but like, I, I just, I just don't, I, I, it's like, I know, I don't know. I personally know, like out of the hundreds of kids that I like know, or am aware of, I just like know a handful that are, you know, teenagers that are like transitioning. So I'm like, mm -hmm. you're acting like your kid's entire class is transitioning <laughs> just because like four of them or, or, or 10 of them or whatever want to be called. They are like wear a dress. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. And also like, yeah, again, I wouldn't care if they were, but, but, I, but I just think it's like, because they're the age where this is, where this is, you know, happening. And I'm like, also, I'm pretty bad at sort of, I mean, I shouldn't say I'm really bad at trends, like since I write about them, but I, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not like electorally minded at all. I don't really follow that at all. Like people like DeSantis, I'm like, I kind of know who he is. I just don't, I'm just like, I just don't give a shit right. about that stuff like um i like i feel like plenty of people do like I, uh -huh. um so and yeah so i i i feel like i don't um i don't know i i guess i just when i see people doing stuff like that i'm not like gen x uh boomer i'm like oh that guy's conservative asshole or uh -huh. like that guy's like you know um like a a, a lib you know whatever like and they're just like all the same to me you know like <laughs> like pete Buttigieg or like or joe biden are like they're just like the same thing to me in so, my head uh, <laughs> except one, like okay. one of them like has better like collagen production or whatever but like that's kind of it for me okay yeah interesting because <laughs> you know Buttigieg is millennial I think he's a year older than I am, and you know he. Uh, he's such a dork. A lot, a lot he's of like such a like he, typical yeah, millennial I mean, dork. He's like the worst. He's like the striver. Yeah, the the Kamala Harris is is Gen X, um, right? And so there's some possibility that we'll have a Gen X president soon. You know, Obama sort Obama is a boomer, but he sort of pitched himself as right, a generational rejection X, of know, of the yeah. boomers. And obviously the fact that he's not white and that he grew up also in Hawaii um, mm. maybe changes some of this a little bit. But, you know, he pitched himself as like the campus battles of the 60s that like lingered on for 40, 50 years. Like we're, we're pushing that aside. Like we don't care about, you know, Bill Clinton versus Newt Gingrich and that they fought each, you know, these types were fighting each other in 1969 in college. Um, but then we ended up going with, to you know the next two presidents were not boomers or if, if trump is he's barely but biden is not and 
yeah I, I don't know where Biden's not a boomer he's older than a boomer he is not a boomer he was he was born I think in 1943 and my he parents was... aren't boomers either they're like right okay well this is a great tra- 38 this is a great transition because I was thinking about yeah so Biden not a boomer you're like this is a great transition transition maybe we can actually talk about generations <laughs> instead of you just being like I hate Democrats being Republicans <laughs> okay. I hate them all okay so the greatest generation that that you know so so called who the people were the men right. fought in World War II mostly, uh, they gave birth to the boomers, and right. then the boomers largely gave birth to the millennials. Right. The silent generation, who are the people right. who were born, right. It's like thirty-five to like forty-four or something like thirty forty. Uh, Twenty-eight to forty-five is one stat I saw. So basically, oh, okay. these these people were too young to serve in World War II, but maybe they. The men served in Korea, but they would have been yeah. too old for Vietnam. So they they're largely the parents of Gen X, and then yeah. Gen X is largely the the parents of Gen Z. And right. so, like, what are the you know connections between here? So, like, Biden himself is Silent Generation. His son Hunter Biden is Gen X. You know, he's a, he's maybe one of the most prominent Gen Xers on the national stage I right identif- now. The way that I identify with Hunter Biden is that like we both like love partying. <laughs> Right. Like, I think Hunter, Hunter Biden's like horrible and obviously, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, that guy, Gen X, like, yeah, I like. Yeah, he party. knows how to party. I get it. He um, knows how to party. And so I was having a similar conversation to this. We're talking about generations with someone who's about your age once. And he was like, you know, the all the boomer, like, he's Gen X. So he's like, yeah, all the boomer bullshit. I can't believe like it all came back with the millennials, like caring about your feelings and all this stuff. But it's like, well, the 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 boomers are our parents like you know they their values leak down to us and then so like gen z which is this inchoate you know group right now it's mm. not re- you know there are people still in like middle school who are gen z like they're mostly gen- like their parents are gen xers i find like i find millennials i mean i say that i don't care about generations but i think millennials are so fucking annoying <laughs> Like they're well, just of course the you do. You're a Gen X. Especially like women in their late 30s. I'm just like, please shut up. Like I'm just like you're a child. Like, and I mean like you know I have plenty of women friends, but they're just like, oh my kids, yeah, like my babies. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die. But um, they um, I do find or in their or their early 40s, like yeah, elder, yeah. And I do, I have lots of friends from different whatever. Oh, and I mean, I have a friend, my friend, Sarah um, Hagee, or I think it's Hagee. Um, quoted in, you quoted in the piece. Yeah, she was like, Gen X are so annoying, they think they're cool. I was like, yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's, I was like, point taken. So, okay, yeah, so let me just read this quote, because it's a great quote. Yeah, Sarah It's Hagee, so funny. Uh, she says, boomers know they're lame, but Gen X are lame and think they're cool. Um, I and- was like, that's the first time I really identified as something that someone said. Cause I'm always walking around. Like, I'm like, I'm cool. And then I'm like, you're old. Like I'm just saying to myself, like I'm walking around, like, I'm just like, Oh yeah. And I'm just like, you're fucking, you're just old. Like, and also when it was like, people, they're like, Oh, we just think of you as boomers. I was like, Oh yeah. I might as well just be a boomer. Like who cares? It's just, you know, but I do want to say about millennials. I'm an extremely emotional person. I definitely like, you know, I like to process things to a certain degree. But I do, I, the thing that drives me crazy about millennials isn't that they have feelings or whatever, because I do find them a little robotic, but that they're really worried about being seen as being good people. Mm-hmm. 
And I can't quite put my finger on it because it's just like, they're just really like, they want to be virtuous and they want to be like seen as generous. And like, I find their whole kind of the way that they are about, you know, racism, homophobia, sexism. I find the way that they are about that, like more performative than like actually political often. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. it's very, and I don't mean performative, like, um, oh, I like, I like, I don't, I am not like a, I don't want to, be like an anti-woke person or even like use the word woke whatever mm -hmm. like i think that word is like racist and and like really offensive um i don't mean like i don't mean um i yes i know yeah. what, i know what you mean you know what i'm trying to say so but like i do find i do find like millennials very performative about being good people and mm -hmm. it really drives me crazy and i think that boomers maybe are that way whereas like my parents because I have a lot of friends whose parents are boomers right like my parents are older and their parents were older and like my parents had me you know mm -hmm. it's like it's a years of people having kids when they're somewhat old so um like I, most of my friends parents were boomers mm -hmm. when I was growing up and my parents are definitely like um held their feelings like more close to the chest also like pre um pre like rock music I think which is like a lot of feelings right so I think a lot of boomers mm -hmm. are trained in like um I mean my parents did listen we had like the eagles and you know disco tapes in our car and stuff but my parents are not like I don't know um I'm, my parents aren't like sitting around like listening to like I feel like Jim Croce sort of like made a lot of stuff like that like made boomers really weird and then they like then their kids listen to like um Sufjan Stevens or whatever. I don't even. I, I don't even know. You know what I mean? I. I don't know. Uh -huh. I just feel like they're they're a little like. I, I I liked a little more real emotion and a little less performative emotion from like I find that way with I I feel that way like socially with millennials. So you know, th there was a aesthetic that came of age with social media and especially Instagram where millennials would take a perfectly composed selfie or take a photo of the lunch they made for themselves that looks really pretty and like symmetrical and stuff. And that was the vibe um, for someone at the time. And then apparently, you know, Gen Z likes more chaotic, messy stuff and, you know, things that are more real and not like Gen Z obviously, obviously composed for- They make yeah, way for public jokes. For public, <laughs> for public presentation. So there's that. Yeah, so I think of millennials as like taking pictures of their food or being like talking yes. about like I had a really healthy dinner, <laughs> <laughs> like or like, yeah, I don't know. Or they're all like really like I'm sober now, and I'm like you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> like okay, you know, I, I think getting again, I think getting sober is great if you're an alcoholic. And uh -huh. do I drink too much? Yes, I do. But like, still, I just see. I don't know. I'm just like. I don't know. I'm just okay, like, well, you so know, you're, I, so you're a good person. If like, a Gen that's Xer, great. The planet continues to melt with your goodness. If a Gen goodness. Xer at age 30 stopped drinking, they wouldn't make a big social media post about it because that wasn't technologically possible. Whereas now you can right. be like, okay, now my personal brand is, you know, I'm, I'm sober. Right. I'm doing yoga every day. Like, this is my thing. Like that just wasn't possible to like communicate to your social circle. Um, right. Before, before the online world came. Right. Um, so one, so another mean joke that I, I've made on Twitter about the difference between Gen X and boomers is um, 
boomers are slightly better because at least they believed in something. Um, oh, whereas Gen X never did. Vomit. Somebody said that to me recently. She's like, boomers believe in stuff. Gen no, X, well, me, they me. They I was believe. like, what do they believe in? Like putting an American flag outside their house during well, like a parade or like <laughs> that like Kroger should have like bacon on sale on Sundays or that they like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Do they believe that like Brzezinski was like a good like uh, politician or something? Because uh, the, because I don't know, because he worked under Carter. I mean, I just like I, I just think boomers are like I mean, the idea that I don't individual boomers and whatever. I mean, there's plenty of them that are like just fine. But I just <laughs> they're like, what did they believe in the gen like? I, no, I would say they believed in the past. When they were young, they believed in something. I mean, they were either for or against the Vietnam War and for or against, you know, the civil rights movement. Um, and I mean, the people who were in charge of those things were not boomers, um, but the people who were going to be drafted or were, you know, resisting, turning up the draft cards, they were they were boomers. So they had to believe in something. And yeah, and I mean, the, the relationship between irony and sincerity is a central does seem like a central theme of Gen X and. Well, I mean, I think that boomers believed, I think boomers believe that you could make America better. And I think Gen X people know that you cannot make America better because America's just fucked up. And the only way that like, even if you're an, even if you're like a, a Gen X person that like, you know, votes and like a lot, you know, is like really into voting and is like, Oh, I go to vote it or whatever, which I am not. But like, even if you're like a pretty straight Gen X person, forget about the conservative Gen X people. Like I'm whatever. I don't, the, those people are, but like liberal, I think, I think liberal Gen X people believe in America less than boomers do because America mm -hmm. was shittier when they were born. Right. It's not like boomers are like stupider. I mean, they are, but it's not <laughs> like they were born stupider than Gen X is. It's just like they had more opportunity cheaper college, like better ROI on like everything. Right. And then, and then Gen X said like that better than other people. But I think Gen X, like, you know, and like 1973 is like when the United States like sort of turned from, I think being like, what is it like a commodity uh, economy to like, a, uh, what is it? I can never, I'm like, so I'm like the worst Marxist ever. I can never remember anything, but that's like when we stopped like selling shit and just started like selling you know, like money. a financialization. Uh, but yes, of the thank economy. you. Thank you. So like, that's when we were five. And then we watched, you know, Reagan and Thatcher and all that stuff. And we were like, oh, like, because before that, it was still sort of like the fumes of New Deal stuff and like the Lyndon Johnson kind of like, you know, po putting like little plugs in the dam of the imperial core. And um, then by the time like we were getting older, that was like falling apart. And we, you know, we're, you know, we saw, yeah, like the, the coal mine stuff with Thatcher, if you watch the news, I mean, you know, or just, you just saw Reagan, like cutting, uh, like every, you know, just slashing everything. And, um, we just, we were like this, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people, even if they still have some sort of belief in like making America a better place they just didn't see like the evidence that that was like an actual desire of these people. Like that they know that I think that they know like in their hearts that like 
you know, capitalism is a destructive force and that the United States is like at the forefront of that destruction. And I think more boomers like don't have that experience or, you know, I think like just a greater percentage of boomers don't because of, by virtue of being born at a more prosperous and living through like more prosperous times, like don't, don't have that. And then their parents, and then they pass that on to like some of their, you know, like millennial kids, this sort of belief, like, oh, if I work really hard, like I'm going to get X, Y, Z, you know, yeah, I, mean, I'm, I, like, that, speaking, I, would, I would say that's definitely, I'm speaking incredibly generally. Yes. I would say that that's definitely an early, like an older millennial thing is like, if I work hard, I will succeed. And maybe yeah. sort of the, um, you know, slacker vibe of like the late eighties, early nineties, Gen X was a rejection of that. But I guess that probably was also related to like low real estate, and rental prices in cities where you could sort of just no totally pay $400 a month for an apartment or something. Right. Right. I mean, but we saw that we saw all that like die and our, but you, but you guys did too. I mean, so, you know, when I was 22 and I lived in San Francisco, I had a, a I lived in an apartment. It was like $400 a month. I mean, part of, part of an apartment. Mm -hmm. And then, but I mean, I'm sure you had the same experience of like, I don't know when you were 30 or 28, um, you know, New York was like, well, it was never, it's been pretty unaffordable for a while, but you, yeah, I don't think you, you didn't, ha when I was in my early twenties, like things were like quite inexpensive, but uh -huh. we saw that change really fast. And, uh -huh. um, um, okay. Let's see. We're, we're, we've gone a little bit long and we, we've been quite yeah. going in all sorts of various directions. <laughs> um, do you think that. I'm still attractive. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> do you okay well how do you yeah how do you feel about like not being cool anymore as happens you know i don't i i don't know if i ever I'll felt never, cool. no, i'll never stop thinking i'm cool that's my disease <laughs> oh no i actually how do i say i do i will i'm joking i know i know that i'm not cool um like no, I don't. I actually still, I think I still think that I'm cool, but I sort of know that only I think that I'm cool and I don't think I'm cool all the time. I know that I'm delusional in my uh -huh. thinking. Like I'm perfectly aware. I'm like, like sometimes I'll catch myself thinking I'm cool. And I'm like, just remember that you're delusional. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And I do like, I was telling some this, I don't know if this works at all, but I was telling someone the other day, I have a niece who's like very fashionable and, um, I was asking her about certain things I own and being like, is that thing really just like super lame? And she was like telling me now I can't remember like what, what they are, but she was telling me that like things were lame and um, like certain things and not in a mean way. Like I, I was asking her, like she really didn't want to tell me. And then is this person like a, a teenager or, or no, no, uh, she's, she's a, she's a Gen Z, a Gen Z or she was born in, she was born right before September 11th, mm -hmm. the September 11th. Not just any September 11th. And anyway, but she was telling me, and I, I said to someone, yeah, I asked my niece which clothes clothes I had that were not cool. And they were like, anything you want to wear is cool. Like, And I was like, that's not true, actually. Like, we <laughs> don't, like, there are things that I don't know, right? Like, and I want to ask someone. It doesn't mean I'm going to throw out all my clothes and get new clothes. But I think, like, part of, like, not knowing you're cool is, like, thinking, like, why do I think this thing? Is this thing that I think stupid and totally outdated, you mm -hmm. know? And and like, do do I just assume that I know how things are, but I'm just completely 
like too old to actually be paying attention to something that I just can't see. Uh huh. So I guess that's kind of the question. Like when you say how, uh, like not being cool, I know what you're thinking. You're like, wow, that's cool. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but like, well, you know, no, if I'm you, just saying like people me, who not think being people cool who worry a lot like, about being cool probably aren't cool because the true cool people don't even, you know, they, they don't even think about their coolness level. They are sort of like existing on a plane of coolness. And, you know, they're like vibing, <laughs> as the kids would say. And so they, they're right. not racked by, am I, am I cool or not, you know, anxiety. So, so there's that. But there's also like the things that used to signify coolness were like knowing a lot about some specific like band that no one else had heard of yet. Or like oh, being, right, or yeah. like being into this type of that. fashion that was hard to get. It was like cutting edge mm-hmm. and all that sort of. I'm way internet... too basic for that. No, I guess maybe but the I was internet like, has never... made, like yeah. there's no longer like you're the one, like. This is my friend who knows a lot about rock music. Like everyone has access to all information. Like, mm, anyone right, can go down right, whatever totally. rabbit hole. Like knowing, you know, right. the friend who knew, knew the like length of every Beatles track or something. That's all on Wikipedia now. Like that's no right. longer a, a social signifier. So the internet has made that sort of thing. Like it's made it easier and sort of that secret knowledge sort of thing is no longer, I think at least, is no longer a, like, you know, social currency. That's funny. Yeah, I wonder if it is. I mean, I still have friends that know a lot about music or film and I will ask them stuff because I just don't even necessarily know like the right thing to Google. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't Google everything. I mean, I ask people questions sometimes and I'm like, and they're like, can you Google that? And I'm like, I wouldn't be fucking asking you if I could Google it. Like, why would I have like, with, why would I have like- Knowing um, how- Set myself up to withstand your abuse <laughs> if I've... I knew- you know? I've sort of semi-seriously considered whether I should put Googling as a skill on my resume because I got really good at it at a previous job I worked at where I had oh. to find specific links for articles and stuff. So I got quite good at Googling and could almost always find something pretty quickly. Whoa. But um, well, look at look at you. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's Googler. actually, that's not actually a marketable skill being good at Google. Uh, it's like being good at I Microsoft Word is. or something. Um, but yeah, but then... You know, probably I think the young the kids these days they don't even use Google. They just like go to TikTok or YouTube and whatever like video they find there. You know, if they if they think maybe the Titanic was a hoax or something, then they find a video with a million views on TikTok explaining that the Titanic was a hoax, and they think, oh, okay, it's a hoax. So that's that. You know, that's my vague understanding of how young people access information. So I I, I don't know, but I I just for the record, I never thought I was cool ever my life so um oh I didn't really ever think I was cool either I guess like <laughs> uh do I think I'm cool I don't think so I don't know I don't I don't know I uh I mean I think with women it's like do you think you're hot and I never could figure out whether I was hot or not and then by the time I was I was like oh I guess I was okay I was like a oh, old hag and I was like I never <laughs> Because I mean, I well, just get, so I never thought about being cool. I just yeah, I seriously was like, am I hot? I don't know. I don't know if I'm hot. And then well, one that's day so I just turned because... around. I was like, oh, I don't get my period anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I guess that I guess the answer is I no. I assume you remember that one of the very early websites was called hotornot.com. Oh, and you yeah, I upload... saw the, the social media. What's I I hate that movie so. The social network. Okay, Aaron well, you Sorkin. Probably... He's Gen X. Is he Gen X? I think he's probably older Gen X. Okay, but you, like, I... You know, if Aaron Sorkin is Gen X, I am literally going to kill myself. <laughs> I think <laughs> he probably is. 
He's oh. the worst Gen Xer. Oh my god. He yes. I'll bet he's like 19. He might be young boomer. Let's see. No, I think he's like he's 62. I mean, he was born in 61, oh, okay. age what a 62. Relief. Okay. Young okay. boomer. But uh, okay, you saw you saw how, you social know, network. That in the social network, you know, Zuckerberg wants to knock off. Oh my god, I hated that movie so but, much. But I was I, sweating that entire time. But how did not dot com became popular yeah. when i was like 16 or 17 yeah. and when we were bored my friends and i would just like go through it and rate right. it so you so that was a way to you're like, canceled object that was a way to like objectively you would upload your photo and then the crowd yeah. would say you are yeah. 6.3 right so that that question no longer you know you could say okay well everyone the wisdom of the crowd has decided i'm 6.3 hot and then you did, you know, you had to deal with that, I guess, in in, in some way. It's but. horrible. I would have just died if I had been, um, gotta say, die a lot. I would have been very unhappy if they had had that when I was that age. Right. And I mean, it, it it probably still exists in some form, but it just became that just mutated into like Instagram and posting. No, selfies totally. And stuff, I mean, so. right. I mean, I see people now like I never, I've never put. I mean, my idea of like putting a selfie on Instagram is like, I don't know the other, I, I would never, I would never like put a selfie on Instagram to be like, don't I look amazing? And people would just be like, you're old. Like, no, um, I did actually, I was in a hotel room in St. Louis the other day that had unbelievable light and it made me look so young. And I took like 800 selfies and sent them to <laughs> my boyfriend and like three of our friends and my, my best friend from college wrote back, uh, he's like, where are you? He's like, you look hot, bitch. He's like, wherever you are, you should move there. And I was like, mm, thanks. That's nice. I mean, yeah. But anyway, but I just send them to like my friends. <laughs> Everyone's hotter in the Midwest. Uh, that was a joke from 30 Rock. Well, no, I was Cre just created by, by myself, No, I did feel, I was just in the Midwest. And I have to tell you, I did, I did feel a little bit hotter. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I not, I was in St. Louis and I was like, mm, I might be a, I might be a, uh, 8.1 here even <laughs> i don't know i believe the line from 30 rock was everyone's a model west of the monogahela um and it's okay so that's something okay we've gone along anything else you want to say before we <laughs> before we wrap up um let's see i want to tell you my favorite joke that i've ever heard that a gen x person said that i don't think is necessarily a gen x joke but it goes into like what we're saying. It, uh -huh. it relates to what we're saying. So when I was in college, this woman that I knew uh, was older than me and went to the same college as me. She lived in New York and um, she was trying to get a friend of hers to move to Latvia. And, and her friend was like, Kristen, I'm not, I'm not moving to Latvia. And she's like, no, we have to move to Latvia. We have to move to Latvia. And she was like, I'm not leaving New York to move to, I'm not moving to Latvia. And she's like, give me one good reason to move to Latvia. And this girl was like, okay, well, in New York, we're poor and we're dogs. And in Latvia, we're rich and we're babes. <laughs> and I feel like that is really like a super Gen X-y joke that like now if you said that people would be like, Latvia, like they'd be upset about Latvia, even though like, I don't really know that Latvia is a place that we need to like sort of protect. Uh-huh um and also like saying no you'd be accused ugly. of being a colonialist and right you would exactly. be i mean i mean be like right like probably and... like possibly like rightly so but i just um i just always laugh at that <laughs> okay if people want to follow more of your work where should they go the real sarah miller 
www.substack.com. So I have a, yeah, I have a Substack, um, and that's, it's the real Sarah Miller, which is just a joke because there's so many Sarah Millers <laughs> and actually there's actually way more than just me. <laughs> okay. I'll, so a link to that will be in the, the show notes. Uh, yeah. So the real Sarah Miller.substack.com. And that's also your handle on. Oh, on Twitter. I'm Sarah loves Callie. Oh, Sarah loves Callie. Right. Okay. So that which is that. a really horrible handle, but I I didn't realize when I made it that it was like going to be public. I just thought it was for me, and then well, that <laughs> you know really classic Gen X solipsism. Um, no, totally. Well, wait a minute. Wait, why is that solipsism? I don't know. I just I I, I think just... it's just stu- just like stupid that I didn't know. I know now the word stupid's bad. Oh God, it sounds like Pamela Paul. Okay. It was that, silly that, of that's me. That's the point. That's the point. You know, when you start sounding, realize you start sounding like Pamela Paul. That's the point to kill yourself. I guess. I mean, there's really no other. There's no other. No or or just go out and start shoplifting at will. Um. Okay. <laughs> so Sarah, right. thank you for taking the time. So the thank article. You. It the, was really fun. The article was in the New York Times. The link will be in the notes. I hate Gen X. Get in line behind a Gen Xer. Uh, people can follow the show. It has its own Twitter account culturally debt det uh and you know rate review blah 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 thank you so Um, much for having me it was fun good luck editing okay thank you sarah